Welcome to the Wannabe Hunting Podcast. This is your host, Amos Medford. Thanks so much for joining us today. And I am back. It's been a couple weeks since we've released an episode, but uh, it's been fun. We've been busy. Had uh, a conference and everything going on at church, and then uh, was able to get out and do some hunting and actually killed my first buck. So I'm still super excited. Uh, Just... uh, really pleased with how everything came together and appreciate all the um, advice and wisdom that I've got from everybody along the way on the podcast, Uh, you know, kind of coming to culmination with uh, killing my first buck, so that was fantastic. Today I'm joined by Mr. J.D. Neal, and uh, special thanks to J.D. because he fought through some, uh, some crazy technical difficulties, you'll hear a little bit of that at the end. Um or us talking about it at the end, but uh, we got it done, talked some hunting, I enjoyed it, I appreciate his uh, perspective and some some stories that he had, um, I just thought they were a good uh, good perspective and enjoyed it, so it's a fun conversation, you're going to enjoy it, and I uh, hope everybody's having good luck out there this hunting season, if you're headed to work this morning, uh, you've come to the right place, because we want to be hunting, we're talking about hunting, and uh, you can jump in. Uh, definitely check us out on Instagram at the uh, or at Wannabe Hunting Podcast. Uh, shoot me a message there if you ever want to record a quick uh, in-season update, and I can get you the info on that, and I'll get it posted. And uh, other than that, thanks so much for stopping by. Thanks so much for listening, and hope y'all guys enjoy this one with JD Neal. We both did a little hunting this weekend, but uh, no connection. No, man, I, I have that. Uh, the weather has really been really crappy the past five days and a lot of rain. And I don't mind sitting in the rain, but I, I'm not doing it this early. I'll, if it's November, it's a different story, but I'm not getting drenched <laughs> for five days straight. Yeah, I hear you. It's been uh, it's been super hot. I mean, of course, I'm in Florida, but yeah, you know, I think everywhere I've heard a lot of people saying, you know, it's just we hadn't got that cool weather yet. So yeah, man, that's that's it. That's the that's the key, dude. No cold fronts yet. I mean, we haven't even had a first frost yet, so I'm I'm really waiting on that. Yeah, I got you. We're uh, who knows how far from that down here, but uh, yeah, yeah, a little uh, you know. A little uh, seven-day forecast with nothing in the 90s would be fantastic for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll still hunt when it's warm out, but, you know, when it's raining, it's not. I mean, I can deal with the heat, but I'm not going to sit in the rain. It's just it's just miserable. Yeah, that can be miserable for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, since this is take take two, we'll just see, see what happens. Um, you know, I, I know last time we talked and – I kind of got your background, you know, how you get it, got into hunting. Um, you mind just kind of going through that? And, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Like I said, last time we, uh, we talked, um, I started when really as far back as I can remember, but I can really remember being like seven years old and, and hunting with my granddad and <clears throat> kind of, uh, being the, being the deer dog for, for a while. And then, um, you know, I started, hunting with a rifle and then when I turned 13 I got a bow and then from that point on it was it was game over man I was I was hooked yeah that's awesome I remember you saying that you know it 
it had been since you were somewhere like in your teens that you'd you know shot anything with anything other than a bow. Yeah, yeah, I was fifteen. That's the fifteen's <clears throat> the last time I shot a deer with a rifle. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome though. What uh, do you remember? What kind of bow you started out with way back then? Yeah, it was a a, a golden eagle. <laughs> yeah, I don't even I don't even know if they exist anymore. I actually still have it. Actually, I still have That's my awesome. yeah. I have my I have my first and my second bow that I ever had. Uh, my first bow was given to me by my grandfather, and then my second bow we bought new at like a just like a rundown corner store slash bow shop. I mean, you know, one stop shop for everything. And then uh, yeah, see, so I still have it. I'm gonna play on handing it down to my boys. Yeah, that's really cool, especially that you'll be able to hand it down. Um, I'm thinking about just keeping mine. Um, I don't have any particular attachment to it, but it's just my first bow. So yeah, I got it on uh, Craigslist with a broken string for like 40 bucks. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I still know. have my, uh, I still have my very first like little like red recurve bow that I got when I was a kid. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool stuff. I know you said you're kind of the you kind of worked as the deer dog for your for your grandpa. They used to. Did you tell me they used to hunt like you know coons and everything? Run dogs. Yeah, yeah. So my um, my uh, on my mom's side, uh, my grandfather, who just recently passed, uh, he pretty much raised me, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> he was a big deer hunter. And then my uh, my grandfather on my dad's side, he was a he was a a coon hunter and a dog trainer. He had some. Um, he had some national championship dogs and won like trainer of the year uh, a couple times. And then uh, he actually won mountain man to West Virginia, like three years in a row. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a beast, man. He's a, he's, he's a big man. He's like seven two, four hundred 400 pounds. And he's, he's real deal. <laughs> Holy moly. Yeah. He's a big dude. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> I actually had an uncle who's from West Virginia. Um, He's not quite that big, but he was—he was a large, a large individual. That just made me think of that. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're corn fed up here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they must be eating well up that way. <laughs> That's cool, man. Um, now I know last time too. You know, you mentioned your uh, um, your grandfather, and you know, definitely. Uh, um, you know, sorry to hear that he passed away, but I know you had a cool story. Um, you know, a hunting story that you told me last time about you and him. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, um, so, uh, back in the day, uh, they used to run dogs and, and do a lot of deer drives and stuff like that. And, um, we went hunting on this ridge top one time and, uh, I was, I was young. I mean, that's my grandfather was wearing like work boots and blue jeans and a flannel shirt, smoking Marlboro reds, walking through the woods. So that's kind of how I was brought up hunting. I'm like, what's going on here? But <laughs> yeah, he uh, hunted with a 30-30 lever action and some does come off the top of the ridge and he shot them and <clears throat> I fell right there and he kind of looked back at me and gave me this look and he's like, can you believe that? And I was like, I didn't, yeah, I was really young. I was like, what happened? He's like, him deer had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I'm a little kid, you know, you're like, oh my God. And then he's like, take he just gets real quiet and then he's like all right go get him and i was like dang it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's probably one of my favorite stories because that, that he was you know things were different back you know 20 years ago than today you know so for sure yeah hunting hunting has changed a lot in the 
you know, that kind of stuff's frowned upon nowadays. But back in the day, that's how they did it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is crazy. And it's like, you know what? You know, a lot of that stuff, it didn't hurt nothing. So, I mean. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I was raised by, uh, you know, I was raised by guys that uh, they didn't they didn't hunt just to hunt. I mean, they literally, literally hunted to eat like that is how they put food on the table. And when I mean from head to tail, they, they used everything. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's kind of a lost, uh, you know, a lost thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the guys, uh, land that we used to hunt, I mean, he went to town maybe four times a year and he was in the mountains the rest of the time. Wow. Yeah. So it's legit. (laughs) (laughs) That is crazy, but I'm right there with you. I can remember, you know, when I was a little kid, I don't know if you call it nowadays, you got dad jokes, but I think of it as like almost grandpa humor, you know, where they would ask you a question like, you know, can you believe those deer just had a heart attack? (laughs) You're just trying to figure out if you're supposed to laugh or if they're being serious or. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Cause you never, you know, the older generation, they're always like, you know, hard lip, stern guys. So you're like, you know, when, when they do say something like that, you're like, I don't even know what to say to you right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, out, you know, what's going on? Are they joking or what? <laughs> that's cool, though. But, you know, that's that's awesome to just, you know, think about the, the memories and stuff, I'm sure. And, you know, think about, you know, people who lived in, you know, what we would call pretty well modern times like uh like the old days yeah that's pretty cool yeah and and, you know we talked last time about um you know some of that you know the fact that they didn't have the gear they didn't have camo they didn't have any scent spray or anything like that yeah man yeah i'm not 100 percent against all of those things but at the same time it's like you've got people who killed you know dozens or hundreds of deer in their lifetime big deer big bucks whatever and uh you know never had any of that stuff somehow they made it work they they had some knowledge of what was going on out there yeah i think that i mean i i think they were just good hunters you know they didn't have any technology or 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 modern advancements on their sign i mean they had to learn how to hunt and and they were good at it you know yeah absolutely yeah, but, uh, people rely too much on technology and and not developing the skill set, you know, uh, to to try to change the game to their advantage a little bit. And I think, I mean, that's the only thing I really have against it, you know. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's not to say like, you know, I don't think either of us is saying we're totally against any technology. You know, when I check wind direction, you know, nine times out of ten, that's when I'm you know pre-hunt. You know, I'm gonna yeah. look on my phone to see what the predicted wind direction is. But then, you know, you take like the, the actual tactic of playing the wind and, you know, that's like the oldest trick in the book. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. I mean, I've done a lot of research, especially on, uh, uh, you know, history of hunting and stuff like that. And, um, you, you can re, I mean, you even read the book, uh, um, I can't remember. It's a Jeremiah Johnson book. I mean, but mm-hmm. even in that book, you know, it talks about wind direction. So them guys, you know, figured that out hundreds of years ago. I mean, that's one of the the number one things, you know what I mean? I mean, and then guys are, like I said, hunting in flannel jeans, flannels and jeans and work boots and 
smoking cigarettes and stuff and putting the wind in their face and they're killing John Deere. Right. Yep. Yep. You never know that. Uh, you know, if you just, just scroll in, can be known. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anyway, you know, how did you get into, uh, like actually filming your hunts and kind of documenting like that? <clears throat> um, I guess I've been doing that now for about, I'd say I'm going into my fourth year on it. And, um, it wasn't really because, you know, I didn't get motivated to do it because of other people. I was just like, man, if I could actually capture this and see what I'm doing and see my shot placement, you know, uh, I had a problem, uh, prematurely getting down and, and trying to find deer that I was hitting and, you know, sometimes you, you think you make a good shot and, and you don't, and you're like, man, I wish I could really see where I hit that deer. Uh, and then that stemmed into me, you know, starting to put, you know, some shows together and, and building the YouTube channel and stuff like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I haven't, uh, I haven't filmed like shooting a deer yet, but I've done that like with some sports and stuff like, you know, golf or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, it's funny. You think you're, you know, doing really good, and you watch it. Whoa, that looks horrible. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I can see that with you know shot placement exactly like you're saying. That could be pretty helpful if you can catch it on video. Yeah, yeah, it does. It plays a plays a big toll, and I mean, you can kind of, you know, know whether to back out or just uh, you know wait a little bit and and head in and, and stuff like that. And then it's once you start doing it, then you can start you know you start putting you know videos together and stuff like that and then you're like well what do i do with it all so i started a youtube channel <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool and I'm, i've enjoyed watching some of the videos you know some pretty some pretty cool hunts so it's definitely uh definitely been enjoyable yeah I'm man, sure it's fun, other, it's, know, fun. it's a good time it's definitely more challenging than you know bow hunting's already kind of a pain and then you add that element to it and it it makes it a lot a lot harder because you get in your head with it you know so I can imagine. I mean, what you're adding more gear, you're adding more yeah. uh, setup, you're adding more movement when you try to make the shot. Yeah. So I can see uh, you know, you're adding challenges to something that's already pretty stinking hard, if you ask me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't get much harder unless you go to a stick bow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's very true. I, I talked a few weeks ago to uh, Nathan Killen. He's up there in Virginia. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he's he's done pretty much traditional bow only for years now. And it's like, man, respect to you for killing anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's my next, uh, that's my next venture. I'm, I'm looking into getting one now. Um, so yeah. we're going to see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be cool. We'll, uh, we'll be tuned. Yeah. That's going to be an adventure. That's for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. No doubt about that. <laughs> <laughs> What all, um, you know, what are you working on? I mean, the season's already started, but do you, uh, do you run some trail cameras or anything like that? Or, um, you know, what's kind of, I know you've had a good spot where you see, you know, you've seen a ton of deer, um, you know, what's kind of your scouting strategy or you got anything going on as far as that goes? Yeah. I, uh, I've changed the way I, I do things up a lot over the, over the past years. You know, I used to be, you know, that guy who, if somebody come out with it, oh, I had to get it, you know, because it's going to up my game. And then throughout the years, I started getting more minimal every year. And then last year, 
is when I really just cut everything out. I mean, I haven't ran any trail cameras um, at all. I kind of just put boots on the ground and, and go find areas with sign and, uh, you know, figure out, you know, where the food is, where bedding might be, you know, transitions and, and pinch points and stuff like that. And uh, I have two mobile stands and I'll go in and I'll just start hunting pockets and, and start moving around and, and stuff like that. In October, it's kind of hard. You know, you got the big myth of the October law and, and stuff like yeah. that, whether people believe that or not. And uh, I'm kind of in between on that. I think you can, I mean, a lot of big deer killed in October. It's just, right. my thing is, is you, you got to be where they're at. And a lot of the times, you know, that's going to be close to bedding and close to a food source uh, in early season. Yeah, exactly. Depending on the size of the property and the setup and everything. Yeah. You know, it can be pretty, pretty interesting. Um, I'm hunting like a tiny piece of property. It's like six and a half acres. Mm-hmm. And I get pictures of some great bucks, but I'm not sure if I'll ever catch one in daylight just because I don't, I don't know <laughs> the they're really betting around, around there. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you'll get lucky. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah, you'll get, you'll get lucky. I mean, and a lot of the times, <clears throat> I, I can't remember who it was, but uh, there was a guy that I follow on Instagram. He just killed 180 some inch deer on a, on a one acre parcel that he has permission to hunt i mean uh a lot of a lot of guys you know and 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 i do it too like i I like going in deep and trying to get away from people if i'm hunting public land and stuff like that but uh, you'd be surprised how many you know big deer go to spots that are you just wouldn't think to even go to because it's it's closed or there's a lot of people around and there's actually you know a big deer in there yeah for sure it's uh, it's one of those things, you know. It, it, you don't want to overlook some small spots because you never know, never know what's in there. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of luck involved. I don't really care what anybody says. There's a lot of luck involved. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> totally agree. <laughs> yeah, people say, oh, it's not luck, it's all skill. I, I'll argue that point any day of the week. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you want to you want to have as much skill as possible, but at the same time, um, you know, there's so many. There's like I don't even know what it would be hundreds, thousands of factors as to whether or not a deer walked right past you. You know, yeah, at the right time and all that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, and a lot of people they're not comfortable shooting. You know, past twenty, sometimes thirty yards. I'm, you know. Don't get seventy for me because it's going to be a bad day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just it just depends on what you're comfortable with and 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 in doing really. Yeah, for sure. That makes you know that makes a big difference. And um, you know, this is really my first season like hunting with a bow. So I'm I'm definitely one of those people that's like, hey, you know, it needs to be within thirty yards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, you know, I can see where you can do some, you know, you can work on some things and actually extend your uh, range, you know, I mean, literally, but extend your luck. Right. By extending your, your shot range and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, it's just, it, it boils down to how, you know, how bad do you want it and how, I mean, how good do you want to be? I mean, I know guys who literally their bow sits, you know, in the garage all year long, a week before season, they'll shoot a couple arrows and then they're good. Then you got guys like me who I shoot every single day, 
you know, in different scenarios. I, I mean, I'll shoot out of tree stands. I'll, you know, I'll get on the roof and shoot. And I'll shoot off the ground. Like, you know, it just depends on what you're wanting to put into it to, to make yourself better at it. Yeah, for sure. I asked somebody about that earlier this year, and that was the advice they gave me was, you know, practice in like a real life hunting scenario. And I was like, hmm, that yeah. makes total sense. If you're going to be shooting from a stand, better shoot from a stand. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff right. like that. Exactly. You know? Yeah. But that's pretty cool. Um, now, if I'm remembering right, you told me last time um, you're looking to maybe upgrade your bow so you could pull some more poundage. Yeah. So I'm shooting a. Uh... Uh, a prime black five right now. Uh, right. It's like, I think the last time I checked it, it was like 72 pounds. And I've, I've been debating on going to uh, a different brand uh, just so I can have some heavier poundage. But I'm not really sure yet. I'm, it's still uh, it's still on the table. I haven't really decided yet. You know? I got gotcha. you. Yeah, prime is one of the ones that I've, I've looked at them hoping to upgrade before next season. We'll see what happens. I've got a few, you know, a few bows in mind, but uh, Prime is one of the ones that always has looked the way they've got the kind of the, the grip kind of in the center, you know, that it makes sense to me when I look at it. Yeah. I, just, I mean, when people, you know, come to me and, Hey, I'm thinking about getting a bow. Like what, I, what should I get? And I'm like, well, I, I can't tell you what to get, I, I, you know, you need to go to a pro shop. You need to shoot four or five different bows because every, a bow is going to fit you. You're not going to fit a bow. And, um, you know, what I'm shooting might not feel good to you. You need to shoot what's going to feel best to you. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm going to try to do is shoot, you know, just shoot several. Cause yeah. I mean, there's, like you said, there's all kinds of things that come into it, you know, from price point to how it yeah. shoots and everything else. It is an investment. I mean, these new bows, I mean, you're not going to get a, a flagship bow, you know, now for you know less than a grand. I mean, and that's, you know, lowballing it really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Cool, man. Um, do you hunt anything other than, uh, other than deer? Um, I have a bear tag uh, and I have a place to go. I just haven't went yet because it's been so hot and I'm going to have to hike about eight miles to get into it. Um, so... Uh, black bear, white tail. Uh, I still coon hunt every once in a while. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, last time we talked, told you, I told you I lived out west. I, I didn't get to hunt out there uh, because of the resident thing, and I was still resident here at the time. But I did go on some hunts uh, with some guys, and I plan on moving back uh, after the first of the year, and that's when I'll start picking up, you know, getting on some elk hunts and mule deer and antelope and stuff like that. So next year will be a – a big game changer for me as far as uh, more backpack hunting and stuff like that. Yeah, very cool. That, uh, you know, that's something obviously I've never done being here in Florida, but, you know, I, lo I love watching some elk hunting and mule deer and stuff. That that looks like a, a challenge, but it looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's uh, the hunts that I went on. I went on a few different ones with some guys just to go and see how it was done. And it's, it's no joke. Like, it's <laughs> – Especially right. when you get like high country mule deer hunting and and in the mountains and stuff like that, you know, it's uh, it's a different ball game. Yeah, I can imagine that. That's pretty uh, pretty strenuous stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely a different ball game from uh, hanging out in a stand all day. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of I move around a lot and do a lot, you know, kind of western style hunting here. Um, 
you know, as far as I'll go out and if I get in deep, you know, I'll just stay the night and I'll, mm-hmm. you know, get back up and, and hunt the next day instead of coming out and going back in. I'd, I'd rather just do it that way. Yeah, that's a pretty cool, you know, idea, I guess you'd say, to kind of bring that type of strategy, you know, to the to the youth, I guess. Yeah, especially on public lands, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, uh, have you ever hunted uh, turkeys, anything like that? Yeah, yeah, I hunt turkeys. Um, me, and, me and turkeys don't get along, ever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, I didn't get one this year. Um, I got on a couple, but uh, the the one private place that I have to hunt turkeys, it, it's hard to hunt. It's so thick. Um, and they they are they are some tough birds and there's uh one other guy and uh, his buddy who had permission to tur- just turkey hunt the property and they they go at it pretty hard and of course I'm doing it with the bow and they're out there slinging shotguns around so it's it's a uh, it's pretty yeah. difficult yeah i can imagine that would be uh maybe not the best <laughs> yeah situation yeah. but yeah there there's something else that's for sure yeah <laughs> Let's see. I've got like a couple quick hitters for you. Okay. All right. Morning hunt or evening hunt? I'm an evening guy, man. I mean, I hunt mornings, but it's I love evenings. Gotcha. Hunt at home or a destination hunt? Destination. I got you. What's like the all-time dream? Do you have like a specific? Like a dream hunt anywhere? Yeah. Yeah. Like anything stag in new zealand okay that'd be awesome nice yeah um christmas or thanksgiving Ooh, christmas <laughs> i'm with you there a lot of guys go thanksgiving but uh... yeah christmas i like late season man <laughs> yeah that's that's cool i like when it gets cold you know and like i said being here in florida it takes a while for it to get cold so you know yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> no kidding if it gets cold at all <laughs> yeah if at all you know <clears throat> but uh what uh you know what do you see the future of you know as far as like your youtube channel and stuff um do you have any like specific plans for that you gonna just kind of keep it going you know as you have or yeah man i'm just gonna you know i'm just gonna keep filming and uh and and pretty much uh, I used to like edit pretty hard and now I'm kind of just to the point where I, you know, I'll, I'll cut some things and stuff like that just to tie it all together. But right. I think the, I'm just going to keep it real. You know, I, I'm nothing against the guys who, you know, put out awesome channels and awesome content. And it's, it's like, you know, you're watching a movie, but yeah. I think in my opinion that them guys cut a lot of the reality of it out. And that's the one thing I've been getting a lot of messages and stuff about is like, you know, they they enjoy seeing you know the mistakes and how much goes into it instead of watching a show where you know you got an intro guy walks into a stand you know an hour later you know boom there's 160 inch deer on the ground and they cut everything right. that went up to that point out of it yeah you know no i agree yeah i agree and that's one of the things i enjoyed about finding it you know um and not necessarily you but you know i i appreciate people who post the videos you know where they didn't kill something, you know, it's yeah. like, Hey, I still set up here. I still saw this, you know, because all that plays into how they end up being successful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just my plan with, I'm just going to keep putting it up there and, 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 you know, I mean, you're going to have haters and you're going to have guys who like it. And 
I mean, it is what it is, dude. Yep, for sure. Yeah, if you put it out there, somebody somebody will be negative, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as far as uh, the industry and everything goes like that, I mean, I got my opinions on a lot of that stuff, and I just keep them to myself unless somebody wants to, you know, start on it, and then I'll, I'll, I'll start spitting the truth about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think like everything, you know, it gets commercialized and, and so on and so forth. And it's like, you know, I know it is some people's job, you know, I know they need to sell stuff and that type of stuff. But Hi, brother. <laughs> it's, at, it's, at, it's like at that 10 minute mark every time, isn't it? Yep. Yep. They've got something going on. I'm sure. I'm sure they're hearing about it from everybody. I guess I can put my complaint in the hat too. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, man. Well, where can everybody find you, you know, on uh, whether it's social media or YouTube or whatever, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, man. Uh, YouTube's just self-made hunt, and same with uh, Instagram. Uh, self-made hunt on Instagram. I don't. Uh, I don't have a Facebook anymore. I got rid of that that devil thing. I am right there with you, man. <laughs> yeah, pretty much yeah. Instagram only. <laughs> yeah, that's me, man. Instagram and, and YouTube. That's all. I, that's all I roll with. That's cool, man. Well, I appreciate you fighting through our technical difficulties and hanging in there with me. I, I've enjoyed talking with you, man. Yeah, man. Heck yeah, dude. Good luck this season, man. I hope you can uh, hope you can seal the deal. Yeah, me too. Good luck to you, and uh, I'll keep following along. Hopefully, we can, uh, you know, get together after uh, after some kills and uh, and uh, use something else to record. Yeah, man. That sounds good to me, brother. <laughs> All right, buddy. Have a good day. All right, you too, man. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to the Wannabe Hunting Podcast. This is Amos here, and I just appreciate everybody stopping in and listening. Appreciate all the support, and uh, hope everybody's having uh, having a fun season. Uh, even if you haven't uh, put a big one down yet, or uh, or haven't haven't even uh, connected with a deer yet, uh, there's still some time to go. So let's stay uh, stay locked in and, and see if we can get it done before the season's over. And uh, it's gonna be fun as we keep things going um i'm uh i'm planning a trip to hunt virginia where my brother lives um kind of in the lynchburg area um and so i'm excited about that that's going to be like the second week of december so i'm scrambling trying to figure out some uh some cold weather um clothing (laughs) but we'll figure that part out and uh, so I'm excited about that. Just excited about what uh, what's happened so far with the season. So thanks so much for listening. Huge thanks to JD for joining me. Enjoyed talking with him. And uh, hope you guys enjoyed that as well. Check out stuff he's got on YouTube and everything. Um, I've really enjoyed uh, catching up and watching his stuff over there. So uh, big thanks to him for joining me and uh, for hanging in there through the technical difficulties. We had to try a couple times to record and all kind of good stuff. But uh but I appreciate you making the effort to, uh, to join me on the podcast, enjoy the conversation. Hope you guys have a great day. Uh, if you are heading to work, knock it out. If you're heading to the woods, good luck. And we'll see y'all next time on the Wannabe Hunting Podcast.